0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show dedicated to giving you behind the scenes access into the lives of your favorite players. Today, Sean Manaya joins the show to talk about his favorite video games, the big league lifestyle, and what it's like to throw a no hitter in the show. I'm your host, Trevor Bauer, and this is the Bauer Bites Podcast. What's up, man?
1: Bauer, what's going on, man? Good to see you. Nice seeing you Thanks too. Thanks for coming. Yeah, of course. How you doing? Great. Can't complain.
0: Just enjoying the uh, beautiful Arizona, weather. Arizona weather, yeah. Now that it warm up. It
1: was a little cold today, but. A little bit. Yeah, not too bad. The start
0: of spring was crazy, huh?
1: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, snow <laughs> on the mountains out there. Well, yeah. you're you're more in the city, but in Goodyear, there's like, literally snow on the mountains. Yeah,
1: we could see the, uh, the four peaks. Yeah. And, uh, that had snow on the, on yeah. the tops of it. It's crazy. That's not Arizona. That's not what you expect.
0: You show up like, especially I spend my off seasons up in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And so it's like 40 and raining and cold. I'm like, oh, thank God. Spring training's here. I'm going to go down there. It's going to be 85 degrees, sunny, beautiful. Nope. (laughs) Nope.
1: Nope. (laughs) First two weeks. Brutal start. Yeah. Brutal. That's for sure.
0: Where do you spend your off seasons?
1: Uh, Out here. Uh, Out in Arcadia. Hmm. Um, Love it. I was uh, I was in Scottsdale for uh, the first two years I was out here, um, but then I just moved out to Arcadia and absolutely love it. Yeah, beautiful area and it's nice and quiet. So you got a house out there? Uh, just an apartment.
0: You run an apartment? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How many uh, how many rooms you got in there?
1: Three. It's me and uh, two other guys they are actually my college roommates oh. uh, that I had in college, and it uh, just happened to work out that all three of us uh, were out here. Actually, one of them just quit his job and. We basically just told him to come out here, and he and he did, so <laughs> that's how we got our third roommate, so.
0: Sweet, what do they do? They have ball players too? Or, I mean, obviously one of them is not, but.
1: Uh, one of them used to be uh, my room or he's the one that actually taught me my changeup, uh, but he tore his shoulder and uh, ended up uh, not playing a senior. Uh, and then the other one, he was just, uh, just hanging around, and yeah. uh, he's just a good friend, so.
0: Sick. So did you move out here when you signed?
1: Uh, so I got drafted in 13, and then, uh, uh, I was out here for rehab but then I drove back home uh, made a road trip me and my brother did uh, back home to Indiana and I stayed.
0: How many hours is that?
1: Uh, well we went from California to Alabama. Um, we stopped at the Walter White's house in Albuquerque. Okay. That was like one of the cooler cooler things we did. That's right. Um, then we went to an Alabama football game. They played Tennessee so that was uh, that was just crazy. That's just something he always Sick. wanted to do and then we drove up to Indiana after that. So I think all together it was like Thirty something hours, so not
0: nice little crazy, nice but, little roundabout trip. But yeah, check some things off.
1: Yeah, some nice brotherly time.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to an Alabama game. Uh, oh, it's crazy, man! I grew up an SC fan, mm-hmm. up, growing up in Southern California, and then when I went to UCLA, that kind of yeah. broke that. Yep. Um, and then started rooting for Alabama just because like they're so good. <laughs> they're unbelievable. <laughs> it's just man. really hard to really hard to not root for them. You mm-hmm. know? But yeah, I've always wanted to go uh, wanted to go to a game there because it's just like seeing it on TV and like the celebration of of football and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Nuts. The tailgating was was crazy. I mean they had like just designated areas for for tailgating and you had to like rent spaces and I mean it was just crazy how how many people were there.
0: Yeah, so I went to the first year of the playoff. Um, it was in the first round of it was in Louisiana. Alabama, and Ohio State. And so two, like, massive fan bases just all came down to New Orleans, and it was on January 1st. And so everybody was there for New Year's Mm -hmm. and went crazy the night before. So I went down there and did New Year's uh, Eve and then the game on, on actually New Year's Day, which was, like, insane. (laughs) Absolutely insane. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, the party, uh, the party and tailgate before the game, on New Year's Day was almost as big and crazy as the one for New Year's Eve in New <laughs> Orleans, can imagine, which was just nuts. So it's crazy. Yeah, again, a new appreciation for the type of fan base that's down there, mm-hmm. especially because like West Coast, like everything's kind of spread out and people are like super mellow and like more of a like, that beachy kind of like mm-hmm. relaxed Easy vibe, you know? Vibe. So you don't get you don't get that same uh, like energy and like yeah, it's just it's just so different. Yeah,
1: it's way different. Yeah, I mean, coming from the Midwest, coming out. Uh, out here. You know, the same thing. Yeah. Easy, I mean, easy going vibes uh, back home. It's very, very chill, very laid back. Not much is going on and out here just seems like everybody's going, you know, doing their own thing and it's a lot more, a lot more outgoing. Yeah,
0: no doubt. Life's a lot faster. For sure. (laughs) Um, So who's your football team growing up as a kid?
1: Uh, I guess the Bears. My, uh, My whole family's a uh, Chicago Bears fan uh, we're pretty close to uh, the Chicago area uh, we're only like an hour and a half away so okay. I guess we're still in the Chicagoland area so um, big Bears fans but I honestly didn't really pay much attention to uh, to football growing up um, I don't know it just wasn't my thing so um, but yeah I, if I had to pick a team would have been the Bears but Bears yeah now that I'm living out here I'm a I guess I'm a Cardinals fan so. <laughs> wasn't a, wasn't that fun last season but yeah yeah it was what it been is. a little bit rough mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
0: were you a big sports fan growing up or uh,
1: I, I watched basketball a little bit I was actually a Suns fan just because of Steve Nash okay uh, That's a nice connection yeah he uh, he made me you know watch basketball and, and uh, uh, just enjoy it but I mean I was always just obsessed with baseball as a kid growing up um, what.
0: What first got you into that like did, were, did, have you played your whole life or like do you remember a moment that you were, like super into it or
1: uh, I mean I started when I was five or six went to my first uh, t-ball practice yeah. my parents I mean they watched baseball but they didn't really have any uh, like connections or knew any like anybody else that played it or had their kids play it so they just kind of took me there and uh, my coaches were awesome and they uh, you know they, they made it easy to uh, to enjoy the game so. Uh, you know, once I started getting older and uh, more serious about it, we uh, we started traveling more. And uh, I think from the age of like 11, I was just like obsessed with with, uh, with baseball. So pretty crazy.
0: I was uh, two, one and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. And my parents caught me a little wiffle ball bat. It was maybe, I mean, may have been a foot long. Mm-hmm. Big old fat barrel. Of you course. Know? So we called it fat bat and they would take me out in the in the front yard and toss me wiffle balls. I'd like mm-hmm. try to hit them, and I would hit them maybe like five feet. You know, I think <laughs> I crushed it. Mm-hmm. like running around the bases. My dad would be chasing me, like trying to tag me and stuff like that. Love it. Yeah, one of my one of my fondest memories because that's like where it all started. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, just always picked up the bat, always picked up the ball, and it was like, "Go go it's go!" From it. yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Because again, like in my family, no one no one played um i think i have an uncle or something that played a little bit in the minor leagues for a year or two but um i mean my dad my dad actually tried to play baseball for a year and then like found out that you have to have your own glove and your own bat (laughs) and (laughs) family yeah family didn't have (laughs) enough money for it so he ended up not playing Mm -hmm. um but that was about it for the baseball experience yeah so kind of interesting how those like i was like hearing what What guys have to say about their first experience and how they got into the game because it's always so so interesting to me did you get to go to cooperstown
1: uh i just drove past there when i uh went up to the cape my mom and i drove from indiana Uh, up there that's the only time i've ever been up there
0: i still haven't been no (laughs) yeah i gotta go man it's
1: uh not what i was uh not what i was picturing you know i was picturing like uh like the at least the baseball hall of fame to be like huge or like Mm -hmm. you know glamorous or something but it's just like a it's like a building and it's in the middle of this small town. It's crazy. It blows sure. my mind. But yeah. It was awesome. The, that town is, is pretty cool.
0: I guess I would have expected the same thing. Like, just thinking about the tournament and the Baseball Hall of Fame and the atmosphere and all the history and stuff that's there, you mm-hmm. expect this, like, grandiose, yeah. you know, show. Yeah. Like, I still got to get up there, man. Yeah. My parents want to go. Maybe they you guys will been. play
1: in that uh, Little League game. You know, I think they have it up in. Do they have it up in Cooperstown, or is that Williamsport? You know what I'm talking about. Uh,
0: yeah, I think it's Williamsport. Okay. So they have the stadium there, and like, I think it was the Pirates and uh, some. God. Someone else played there like last year. I remember watching it. Yeah. It seems pretty cool. Yeah. It's gotta be cool for the kids to have all the big leaguers down there and be able to watch a big league game. And yeah, dude. Especially when there's so many, there's so many big leaguers that played mm-hmm. in the or in the Little League World Series. hmm Todd Frazier's like the main one that yeah. like, he's always on cuz he's super involved with that stuff. It's mm-hmm. Pretty cool. We did uh closest I got to anything like that. I played pony ball. And so we got to like the quarterfinals or the semifinals okay. of our region mm-hmm. and then got knocked out. And then that was the closest I ever got.
1: <laughs> California baseball, man. That's uh that's a whole nother level like mm-hmm. come from Indiana like that's uh that's like the dream, you know? Yeah, Getting to play in like uh, Area code games or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, that's, I always wanted to do something like that, but never got a chance.
0: Under Armour All-American game and the, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Aflac mm-hmm. All-American game. Did you do all that? Mm-mm. No? No,
0: nope, I did... Uh, let's see, I started... When I was 16, I did Junior Olympics. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I really wanted to play for Team USA. Mm-hmm. I that's, I've wanted to do that my whole life. So, I joined a team... I don't even think I played any games with them before Junior Olympics. We joined, we got a team together in Southern California to go to JO. Did that out in Arizona. Played at uh, the Padres' place, and in surprise, uh, didn't make the team. And then when I was seventeen, the next year I did Tournament of Stars mm-hmm. uh, to try to make the collegiate team. That's in Cary. In Cary. Right. Yep. Nice. Um, so I actually played for Babe Ruth. Uh, the Babe Ruth represent, uh, they have like Babe Ruth and whatever different, like sanctioning. There's a pony team, a Babe Ruth team.
1: Cal Ripken and all Cal
0: Ripken, yeah. yeah. So played for Babe Ruth there. Um, ended up making the trials. Mm-hmm. Went out to, came out here and actually played at the A's old, uh, spring training facility. Phoenix Muni? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um,
0: played with like, just a laundry list of <laughs> all man. the best guys, um. I think Ackley was there and Trout and I mean I I don't remember everybody cuz there's yeah, too, too many, mean. you know. Didn't make the team. I got lit up. <laughs> I threw like three innings and gave up like seven or eight hits and <clears> yeah, I <throat> just got just got bombed around the yard. Um, but now looking back at the guys with their air, I'm like, "Oh, well, I guess I probably should have <laughs> They're pretty good, it's too. It's not that big of a deal. It's probably yeah. happened. <laughs> uh and then I got to play uh, after my freshman year in college, I got to play Team USA, had another uh, Trials out in Cary, mm-hmm. and then finally made the team after three years of trying. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to play in the Classic, man. I want to play in the Classic.
1: World Baseball Classic? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That. Yeah, dude. That would be so sick.
0: Yeah. I just like watching all the... Like, mostly the crowds that go there. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
1: Like, you don't... Usually get to see like the the Latin crowds, like when Puerto Rico's playing, or you know the yeah. DR, you know you get all those fans coming, like yeah, that's fun. You get to see different cultures come out. It's it's definitely yeah. a lot of fun.
2: Yeah.
1: And when uh, Adam Jones made that catch, yeah, off of a uh, Manny Machado. Machado, yeah. Man, that. Nelson
0: Cruz hit the homer, mm-hmm. and then Machado came up and hit one. Yeah. And Jones robbed him. Oh man, that
1: I mean that gives me goosebumps thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. The atmosphere, man. That, Love, live for that
0: yeah I hope to get to play sometime yeah. it'll be fun hopefully I guess the next one's probably my best chance of, you know coming up
1: yeah whenever that is a couple years like two years or yeah something? it's
0: gotta be coming up soon because yeah. they changed it off the Olympics the Olympics are in 2020 so it's gotta be 21 or yeah, 21, something like 22. that yeah because they didn't want to compete with well now that baseball's back in the Olympics yeah you don't want to compete with that Yeah. but yeah that would be so fun man i just thinking back on all the fun moments as a kid, <laughs> like college and how fun that was because every game meant like the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be fun. Looking forward to that. Hopefully, hopefully we can make that happen. USA Baseball, make that happen. <laughs> just plug myself. Yeah. Uh, so what's the baseball scene like in a town of a thousand people?
1: Was there like one field? Uh, there's, so the public school that I went to, mm-hmm. um, one top Public School, there's three fields. There's the, the T-ball field and then the intermediate field, which is like, I think the, the mound's like 55 or whatever it is, just like a little tiny mound. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's what would be like what the Little Leaguers, what they played on. Yeah. Like whatever size that field is. Yep. Uh, and then there used to be another one, uh, like another like t-ball field with mm-hmm. no fence. It's inside of a track, uh, but I think they finally tore that one down. So there's just uh, two baseball fields in Waneta, or three, uh, in Clinton. But then there's also a couple other small towns. <laughs> did you get it? I've,
0: yep, I sure did.
1: Nice, you're a ninja, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry, I
0: got distracted there for a second. <laughs> Ooh, something flying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there, I think there's three fields in Juanita, and then just yeah. all the other small towns. There's there's just uh, some some fields, but yeah, I don't know. I had fun. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I mean, that's all I, I knew growing up. So um, you know, they made made the most of it, and um, yeah, it was a uh, wasn't crazy like uh, how it is down south or in California, but um, pretty pretty easy going. Yeah. Not like high competition by any means, but. Um, it was just all the, all the kids that wanted to play, so. Yeah.
0: Your parents still live there?
1: No, they live in Florida now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but I still got a lot of my cousins and, uh, aunts and uncles that live in, in Indiana. So you go back? Yeah, yeah. I try to go back for, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas every year. Ah, uh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, it's the only time I really get to see them, uh, unless we could play Chicago, which is usually a zoo. Close enough, yeah. Yeah, there's always play people. Play for free that weekend. Yeah. Yeah. There's always people, uh, trying to come out, so. It's usually a big crowd. Last a year, oh, go ahead. Last year we had a, I was supposed to pitch on a f- Thursday or Friday or whatever. It got rained out. So we had a doubleheader and I pitched the first game of that doubleheader. And I think there might've been 5,000 people there at the game. And like a thousand of them were like <laughs> people that knew me. So anytime I got like a strikeout, you could just hear, hear <laughs> that, <point> that. <laughs> the group, the group section going loud. It was pretty cool. That's sick. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. So, did did uh, a lot of people come out to your debut? Where did you make your debut?
1: In Oakland, against In the Oakland. Astros. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of people actually. There's probably twenty
0: yeah. I mean, I gotta imagine for a small town like that, like it's yeah. gotta be awesome to have.
1: It was like everybody from like my t ball years up to right before I got to, or even some of my college buddies, uh, my college roommates that came out. Uh, obviously, mom and dad, and then. Um, my girlfriend at the time, a um, couple of cousins, and then uh, like my, my high school math teacher, I think he, I'm pretty sure he came out. <laughs> he was awesome. Um, and then a bunch of my coaches came out, so it was it was really, really cool.
0: Was he your, so was math your favorite subject?
1: No, math is the worst subject. Just the worst? Oh, but you oh liked your math teacher? Yeah, he was awesome. He's he was cool. so cool. All right. Mr. Sterowitz. Man, <laughs> what a good dude.
0: We were totally opposite. Yeah. Math is like... That's, That's every, my thing. Oh, man.
1: We would, uh, my dad and I, um, like, he knew how bad I was at math, so he thought it would be a good idea to give me extracurricular math stuff at home for, like, three hours every day, it seemed like, and that was... That was miserable. was oh, it's absolutely miserable. Oh, man, I cried a lot during that.
0: <laughs> Just Leave it to dad. Yeah. Oh, man, that was
1: bad, but, um, yeah, I don't like math
0: at all. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your subject? What's your go-to?
1: In school is probably, probably history, I'd say okay. that was probably what I was best at, or geography. I mean, <laughs> yeah, history, I'd say, uh, that was probably the most, most interesting to me.
0: Like American history? Like European history?
1: Uh, American history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing, nothing too specific. I was, school isn't really like my, my strong suit. So yeah. um, I mean, I tried, but I was very, very, very average. Uh, at school, <laughs> like Cs and Bs, a couple of Ds, but um, yeah.
0: Interesting. I had a uh, physics teacher. That was my favorite class. Uh, and actually, like looking back at my academic career and how it's influenced my baseball career, mm-hmm. that one class my freshman year of high school with Mr. Kirby. I took just regular physics, like mm-hmm. the introduction to physics. And see, so he's a he's a British guy. Um, has like the coolest accent and he just made the class so fun, Mm -hmm. the examples he would give were just completely off the wall and like he had a picture up behind his desk, like a big blown up picture of him. He used to smoke a lot when he was younger and he had a picture of him with two packs of cigarettes like all in his mouth at the same time so he just got like cigarettes coming out Mm -hmm. and he lit them all and smoked them at the same time. Got super sick and never and has not smoked since that day. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's he it. He just like overloaded himself and he said he can't look at a cigarette after that. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just like imagining like this like young British guy just like this mouthful of cigarettes, just like
1: <laughs> that exact moment yeah, in time where yeah, where it I'd all love went to wrong. just
0: be a fly on the wall, <laughs> and see that. Like, uh, how did we get to this point? <laughs> but uh, yeah, then like I that class is so fun that I started trying to take stuff that I learned like, Oh, I wonder how I can apply this to baseball. And how can I think yeah, you know, you're differently about it? And then it just went way down the rabbit hole. So then <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, do you have a, did you graduate uh, UCLA? Like, do you have a degree or anything? No,
0: no, I was there. So I graduated high school half a year early. Okay. So my freshman year I was only there for, well, UCLA does quarter system. So okay. you have one fall quarter and then Christmas break. And then you have a winter quarter and a spring quarter and then you have summer break so i was technically there for two and two-thirds years okay uh, which is <laughs> it's just really odd basically mm-hmm. just two and a half years mm-hmm. um and i was in mechanical engineering and then i got to my junior season and i had to take a class it was a lab class that i had to take before i could go on to any of the other um engineering core courses mm-hmm but it was only offered from three to five or three to six on like Friday afternoon. And we had games every single Friday. Yeah. We had to be at the field at two. (laughs) Our (laughs) game was at seven and like just wasn't going to happen. So I ended up switching my last quarter to uh, a computer science degree. Okay. So I could maintain enough degree progress to be eligible and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so a little bit of computer science, a little bit of mechanical engineering, no degree. And probably won't go back. Yeah, Um, but I think
1: you're doing fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, doing doing just fine yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I I can see myself doing some sort of like robotic uh, course or something like
1: that. With your drones and stuff, do you like like build them? Yeah, you do.
0: Yeah. So I actually um, (laughs) I taught myself how to use a computer aided design program specifically so I could make my own customized. Drones, drones. so I start off on the computer, Yeah. draw everything out. Is it like CAD? Yep, like, yep. Okay. <clears throat> draw everything out, uh, make, an, make an assembly, make sure all the parts fit, and mm-hmm. I need screws that are this long, and parts that are this long, and this Velcro strap's going to go here, and all that stuff. So I make like a virtual model of it. I have a 3D printer that I print some of the parts off mm-hmm. uh, out of like plastic, like rubbery plastic. Mm-hmm. Some of them I send off to a CNC shop to get cut out of carbon fiber. Okay. I order the metal parts in and the screws and then put them all together, uh, tune it, program it, cut my finger on it, yep. <laughs> fly oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> that is but,
1: absolutely incredible to me. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Um, I was a like a really big Star Wars fan growing up. Okay. Uh, did you, are you a Star Wars fan at all?
1: Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I... I've seen most of the movies. I haven't seen the first trilogy, but um, I kind of know what's going on.
0: Do you know what? uh, So there's a scene in the first trilogy where they're, like, racing, like, hovering speeder bikes through a forest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was always super captivated by that. And then I saw guys over in France racing these little drones through a forest. And it reminded me exactly of the scene in Star Wars. And, like, I saw it, and I was immediately just like, I got to learn how to do that. That looks so fun. Mm-hmm. And so I spent the next, like, three years teaching myself how to do it. <laughs> That's
1: incredible. Yeah.
0: But it's so fun. I, like, I take them with me on all the road trips and go find, like, cool places to fly. And it's awesome. Yeah. So
1: do you have to, like, register it? Because I know with, like, if you, like, buy one, you have to, like, register yeah. it and all
0: that. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different rules. Um, it's such an interesting space now because there's so much you can do with them. And they're just the the industry is going in so many different directions with like crops like you can monitor like hydration levels of your crops. Mm-hmm. You can clean telephone lines with drones with flamethrowers on them. You can do <laughs> like there's all sorts of different stuff but then with that comes regulation. Mm-hmm. And so now you, you do have to register them. You have to have certain licenses mm-hmm. um, to fly in certain areas. And so mine are all um, reg- technically registered with the FAA. It's just like a, you pay like $5 and you register it online. Uh, but some of the bigger ones, like the commercial ones that they sell, um, you have to have actual like pilot licenses and, uh, yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's tough because it's such a fun hobby, you know, and mm-hmm. no one's like, no one's trying to, hurt anyone or bring any harm or anything like that, but things do go wrong. Like, yeah. there's a video at the Olympics, I think, or maybe it was the X Games, I don't know, but a downhill skier is, like, coming down, like, you know how fast those dudes are going. Yeah, they're flying. And uh, he comes, he, like, comes right around a, a flag, and then you just see a shadow, like, growing. You're like, what is that? And the drone just smashes down, literally missed him by, like, like this far. Really? Yeah, and this, like, super big, I mean, the, the drone had to be, like, this big that would have
1: most Just, likely
0: yeah him. oh it would it would have <laughs> crushed him um and it's like you know certain things go wrong like that so yeah you got to register and you can't fly within certain you know proximity of the airports mm-hmm. and there's always those people that disobey it and go out and get in trouble and then ruin the hobby for everybody else you know uh yeah but it's
1: always gonna happen
0: it's fun man yeah. i was like i was a pretty big video game player growing up yeah um and I would play this game called Wipeout. You ever heard of Wipeout? Is that
1: the? Uh, it's kind of like Hydro Thunder. Wipeout. Is it a jet ski game?
0: No. Wipeout. Yeah, uh, it's like little alien like hovercraft spacecrafts that you race. It's like a racing, like a car racing game, but yeah. they're like alien hovercrafts. Okay. And then you can like get power ups. It's like a combo of like Mario Kart and like a car racing game and uh, Starcraft. Oh, is this on like, uh, like the PS1 or? Yeah, the something? original PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
1: I think it's starting to come back to me.
0: Um, but anyway, I played that game and then like drones is like, just, it just its just Natural, it. yeah. Especially like I wear goggles. Um, so there's yeah. a camera on the front of the drone and so I have virtual reality goggles. So I see nothing. It look, it's literally like a video game and you're mm-hmm. just like flying this thing around. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
1: Is that what they use on the uh, the DRL?
0: Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, so they, they got the goggles and they're, those things are sick. Yeah. I love that show.
1: So, can you like, Are you, do yours go that fast? Like, where they're like just super nimble and like flying through like hoops and. Mm hmm. Dang.
0: So, spoiler on the DRL. Yeah. Those drones actually aren't that fast. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Um,
0: so, I know a couple of the different pilots that have flown throughout the years in the DRL. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually have one of the drones from the original season of the DRL, and it's super heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones I fly are a lot lighter and carry a much higher power to weight ratio. Mm-hmm. So, they go like some of mine will get up to like 80 miles an hour. Ooh. The ones on the show go like 50, 45, 50. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so all the guys that race on that show, the reason they're so good and like can place everything so well is cause mm-hmm. they're used to racing at like much higher speeds and like some of the, so them,
1: everything's like slow motion probably. Yeah. Yeah. But when you
0: see it on TV, it's like, they're, it looks they're like fine. they're, yeah. Yeah. So you see footage of guys racing and some of the, like, cause they'll set up race courses in abandoned, uh, warehouses or like Football they have finals. one in Vegas where they fly through a hotel, like stuff like that. hmm um, if you see some of the video footage from the guy's goggles on, like, where they, on an, on, what do they call them? It's a, it's an unregulated division. Basically, you can, you bring your own drone. It's not a stock racer. Okay. And it's like, you can't even see the course. Like, they're like, it, it gives you motion sickness, <laughs> but they're, like, navigating these things at, like, 80 miles an hour on a course that's, like, 20 by 20, and it's, it's yeah, not somehow
1: yeah. they're, they're doing it. That's yeah. crazy.
0: Um... But it's kind of that, like, bridge between uh, physical, like, modern-day, like, physical sports, baseball, football, whatever, and the new revolution in, like, e-gaming, e-sports. Yeah,
1: e-sports. That's getting huge.
0: Yeah. And so it's like this somewhat e-sports, somewhat something going on in the physical world, mm-hmm. like, and then, yeah, the e-sports thing. Of is both. Just, yeah. Just blowing up. Nice. You so a gamer like at all? A,
1: What'd you say? Are you a gamer at all? Yeah, love video games. I used to be way more into it when I was uh, younger. Now I just stick, really stick to two games, uh, Smash Bros and uh, Rainbow Six. So Smash Bros. I love Smash, <laughs> and I love Rainbow Six. Those are those two games, so much fun to me. I've
0: never heard of Rainbow Six, what is that?
1: Man, uh, <laughs> <No questions, laughs> let, let me tell you. Um, so it's a Tom Clancy game, and you play Call of Duty. Before. Obviously. <laughs> I
0: got a, I got a great... Yeah. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 was my go-to game. Oh yeah. my gosh. I almost failed out of college because I only played that. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was so bad.
1: That was the first game I ever waited in line for like a midnight release. Mm. And I played for... I played one game when I got back and my dad got super mad at me that I was up past 10 o'clock because I had a 10 o'clock uh, curfew and... Man. But same thing. I. I got in my senior year of high school, and I spent so much time playing MW2. Yeah. A disgusting amount of time. Um, but Rainbow Six is basically uh, like search and destroy mm-hmm. uh, game mode, but yep. that's the entire game. So there's uh, attackers and defenders, and there's different operators. You can only choose like one operator, and uh, they all have like different special abilities. Um, and they're based off of like real world, um, like, like the SWAT, uh, FBI SWAT. Oh, yeah. There's the uh, SASR. Mm-hmm. Um, the SAS. Like, all these uh, characters are based off of, uh, like, real, like, military um, divisions uh, from different countries. And, uh, yeah, you basically just play search and destroy. Like, either plant a bomb or, like, kill all the uh, the other team or, or whatever mm-hmm. you have to do. and um, But it's just, like, very tactical. Like, you mm-hmm. can, like, lean to the left and right. You can, uh, you know, throw smokes. There's... So much uh, diversity in the game, and uh, it's probably the best shooter I've ever played. So, oh wow! If you're ever looking for a new game, high praise. Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Learning learning curve is very steep. Yeah. Um, so the first first bunch of games that you play, it's going to be miserable. But if you can get past that and the the toxic behavior from the community, um, oh, have, is there a lot of shit talking?
2: A lot of shit talking. <laughs> you
1: can uh, you can team kill. Uh, so like one shot to the head with anything uh, is an instant kill. And I mean the, the community. If you're if you're a noob, is just very very ruthless. toxic. It, it's it's not fun. It's not fun. So um, you can
0: kill your own team. Oh yeah. Oh, um, wow. So you
1: can kill them like twice, and then you'll get banned for like 15 or 30 minutes or whatever it is. <laughs> but man, it, the community is, is very very toxic. But the game itself, so much fun. Yeah. My my favorite uh, shooting game I've ever played. It, it it's above MW2 in my opinion. Wow. So there's that.
0: What uh, what platform do you play on? PS4. Okay. Yeah. Did you play? Did you play Halo?
1: I played Halo. Uh, I was. Always, I've always been a Nintendo and uh, PlayStation guy. Okay. But my two, yeah, two buddies, two best friends growing up, they both had Xboxes, so I would go over there. We'd play Halo all the time. Oh yeah. Halo Three. Spent a lot of time playing that. Um, oh, and Guitar Hero. Love Guitar Hero. Okay. Big Guitar Hero fan. <laughs> That's um,
0: another one. I just. I can't. I suck at that one. No. Nope. I'm so oh. bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, uh, like, I can do some songs, I'm an expert, but I'm not, like, great. But it's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot
0: of fun. Um, oh, man.
1: What about you? Like, you said MW2. Is there any other any other games that you played a lot?
0: Yeah. I got to tell you, remind me to tell you my Guitar Hero club story.
1: Guitar Hero club story. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. I got to tell you that. Anyway. Um, Modern Warfare 2 was like my go-to, that's mm. like all I did in college. Before that, my high school team, we'd all get like eight or ten guys together and in someone's garage we'd set up two or three TVs and we'd we'd just play Halo and we'd like link all the systems together so we got twelve guys on the map just going oh, at it. Those were the days. Yeah, and everybody was getting so mad because they'd be like, oh you're screen hacking, there's no way you should know <laughs> I was there. Like, just like looking at someone else's screen, like, oh, so-and-so's got shoddy sword, and like, whatever, you know? Like, ah, oh, man, yeah. those were the days, and it's just like, it would get so heated, you know?
1: So heated. You'd lose so many friends. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then you see each other at practice the right. next day, and everyone laugh about it. Yeah.
1: Like, Memories. Yeah.
0: Um, and before that, it was Wipeout and Spyro. Um, okay. A little bit of Crash Bandicoot, um, but yeah, mostly Spyro, man. I. Growing up, PS1, Spyro, the original. Like, I just crushed that game.
1: Never got into uh, into Spyro. Yeah, but uh, PS2, I played a lot. Did you ever play? Uh, did you play PS2? At all? Yep,
0: I had PS2. Um, I think I think that's what I played Crash Bandicoot on. Okay. I think that was. Um, but yeah, it was. I had a little lull there uh, in high school. Where I kind of switched off the PlayStation and went to the Xbox and was playing Halo and stuff. Yeah. And then Modern Warfare 2, I played Xbox in uh, oh. in
1: college. That was a game changer, man. Yeah. Oh man.
0: That game. I got like I was making like 360, like no scope. I, so I quick scope people. Yeah. Like that was my thing. Mm-hmm. I've always just been super like interested in sniping. Mm-hmm. Even just in military stuff, like I'm always interested in snipers. So movies like uh, like American Sniper that come out and like I'm locked in. It's mm-hmm. like, I mean, those you can't, so cool. you can't tear me away, you know? Besides, so I would always grab the Sniper and like the different camos that you could have. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. I knew all the different spawn points. There's just 360 <laughs> no scope compilations. Like I probably spent just as much time on YouTube watching like FaZe Clan and yep. like those guys. Oh yeah. Uh, just like raging on people, <laughs> all the all the compilations like people getting so mad, just like yelling in the headsets, like, "What you're you're hacking? Like, what even is this? Hacking. I'm so like just getting so <laughs> mad, man." <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was my that was my go-to, and you then the, I uh... Uh, I ended up so basically I would wake up, go to weights, come back and sleep, mm-hmm. go to practice, do like two hours of homework play for like six or seven hours oh. until like four in the morning and then like do it all again the next day just completely just didn't go to class <laughs> I was like it's just a boring lecture I'm gonna fall asleep there anyway I might as well just sleep in my bed that's awesome and then just yeah after doing that for about a year and seeing my grades just tank just I was like I can't do this man it's so fun <laughs> I gotta just I, so I just went completely cold. cold turkey yeah just stopped
1: good for you I mean yeah. that's that's hard to do yeah it was
0: <laughs> It was so bad. I just, like, set my kill streaks. You know, had mm-hmm. uh, predator chopper gunner. Of course. And then
1: nuke. And and the nuke. Like, yeah. Do you just remember like, the best uh, sniper in the game, the uh, Akimbo Model 1887s? Before they patched them, do you remember? No, that? I don't remember that. they the two shotguns. Were it was like the the oh, pump the pump. Yes. Rubber. Before they patched them, you yeah. could like kill them from across the map, Unbelievable. dude.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> What Dude, was those that? Things were so, those things were so nasty. Uh, like, there's no reload time or anything. You're just, just like, pop, pop. It's like... Man. Yeah. Getting People get so mad. <laughs> and that feeling, too, like, riding, like, a 23 or 24 kill streak, oh, And you're, gosh. like, trying... You're just like, oh, I'm so close. I'm just, mm-hmm. like, laying prone in the grass, just, like, waiting <laughs> for someone to run by. Like, I'm just going to hide. Hopefully someone doesn't hit me with a predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. so fun, man. My roommates and I would always just, like, we'd alternate and just, like... Talk crap to each other and while they're playing and like try to okay. distract them. It was yeah, such good times, man.
1: <laughs> MW two. Yeah. Good times.
0: The best. So what else? Um, gaming, obviously. Um, any other anything else? Growing up, like.
1: Growing up, man. I mean, I'm pretty pretty boring. I mean. Had my brother hung out a little bit. Um, he was kind of a, you know, typical big brother. Uh, <laughs> you guys fight a lot. Fight a, a <laughs> lot. <laughs> um, so we had that. Um, was there, was
0: a, is there a story that kind of embodies like you guys' relationship? From each other?
1: Um, he would never want me in his room, so I would uh, always just like try to sneak in because he was a big video game uh, player too. So. Um, he'd play a lot of single player games like, uh, Sly Cooper, or Crash, or not Crash Keep Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yes. Know, and like sneak behind his bed and like watch him play, or, <laughs> like, uh, watch his like eyes. So he didn't like, uh, find me out. But, um, yeah, we fought a lot. There is a, a pretty funny story. It's not that funny. It is to me, but when we were uh, playing on trampoline, uh, I did like this, the sick, it felt like the Matrix, like I jumped up, turned myself to the side, and like kicked my leg back and just kicked him right in the stomach. And he was like, oof! You know, it was, it was like everything was in slow motion, but um, that was like one of the most satisfying things. Like I, I finally like landed a, a hit on my brother to where he was like, all right, I, I probably shouldn't mess with him anymore. Um, so yeah, that was fun. That's sick. And uh, we'd always play, my aunt had a Super Nintendo, and we'd play Kirby, uh, I forget the name, like Kirby, superstars or something like that but they had this a like, game mode where you could go like 1v1 and it was basically just a reaction time um to where you like you know slap the other person first and you had to, like you had to press the button you know <laughs> and i swear i mean he probably won 99 percent of the time but like that one that one time that i get him was oh yeah just the most satisfying thing ever so oh
0: yeah
1: um yeah that's a uh, nothing nothing too crazy he was just a big brother pretty uh yeah. pretty fun times though yeah. Uh, I was also really big into extreme sports, okay. like uh, skateboarding, BMX, scootering, uh, me and my uh, best friend growing up, that's pretty much all we did before baseball started taking over, it was in the summers we'd spend hours like not doing anything cool, like I'd jump off two stairs and you know I'd, I'd just do that for hours yeah. and just work on like kick flipping and all that, I can only do like a kick flip and ollie and manual for like pretty far, and that was, that was the best. I want to pause for a
0: second. It's a car? Is that a car? Yeah, it's a
1: truck. Is that the Rhino? Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Someone's a, uh, that's actually a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> the weed <lead> blower? <laughs>
1: What is that?
0: It sounds like a.
1: That's a car. It's going up. Yeah, it's going up the hill right now. Or maybe one of those, uh, like mini crotch rockets, you know?
0: Oh, oh could have. Oh <laughs> that sounds like you know. That sounded like one of those cars that you see. Like a super old car, I can't remember the name of it, but they like spi- some some kid gets it and thinks it's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. To have it like to be super loud, mm-hmm. so they spice it up, and it's like this little thing that like four cylinder just sounds like a
1: just a like
0: going down the freeway mm-hmm. by like forty two miles an hour, <laughs> <laughs> just like making could have sworn this thing was
1: going eighty, but <laughs> yeah. <you> guys... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so do you know you know Mike Clevenger, right? Yeah. Are you guys so? He was big into skateboarding okay. because, yeah, you just tell me he's like, he was like professional skateboarder, really? all in on that growing I up. I could see that. Yeah, I see, uh, totally
1: see I that. was nowhere near professional skateboarder. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I got a I dropped in a couple times. That was mm-hmm. like on a uh, half pipe. Uh, tell me
0: you have a wipeout story, dropping in. Uh, I've stood at the top of some of those things, and it's like I'm just like yeah so like i'll slide down <laughs> like, this is scary enough i can't imagine like trying to ride a board down
1: um so yeah it took me forever to to drop in you know you get up on top of there and it's like you just got to commit you know yeah um stupid never wore a helmet never wore anything <laughs> so i mean at the time i was like yeah i'm cool you know i'll i'll, I'll be fine but looking back like terrible idea don't don't ever do that uh yeah. if, you're, if you're starting out. <laughs> yeah. but, safety um, warning kids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always wear your helmet yeah safety first um uh, but I uh, finally dropped in, you know, finally committed to it. Um, and I just, you know, kept getting more confident. I would just keep doing it over and over again. I was like, yeah, this is easy. I can do this all the time. And I just remember going to this one skate park. It was a, it was a quarter pipe, but it was like the, the ramp was pretty, like, shallow. Mm-hmm. But it went straight up probably like 10 feet. <laughs> I was like, I got up there and was like, oh, this is going to be easy. And I dropped in, and I don't even think my front wheels like touched the uh, like, the board. <laughs> oh, and I just went yeah. <laughs> right like ten, ten feet up or whatever. And that was the last time ever I dropped in. I was like, this is this is it. This that was that was an awful idea. So <laughs> you just banged it, it from there. Just no banged more. it from there. That was uh, that was not fun.
0: Uh, yeah. That was awful. Ten foot drop straight onto concrete. Ugh.
1: What was I thinking? You know. Any, any broken bones or anything like that? No, no, thankfully, thankfully I wasn't. Got the, out the, cheap. The, yeah, yeah, I wasn't that uh, that extreme. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, skateboarding. Um, we'd build our own ramps. Like we had these uh, these small like plastic ramps that we'd jump our bikes off of, and then we would just get a whole bunch of uh, like plywood, put it on top of like milk crates or whatever it was, and like oh, yeah. try to <laughs> jump over that, and um, you know, just doing crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, we always used to do that.
0: Uh, with bikes, so we'd get like a piece of plywood and try to stack it on some bricks or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and then we'd be running uh we put like a, a playing card or, or a postcard or something in the, in the, the spokes. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounded like a, like a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were trying to like imitate like BMX or whatever, yeah. or not BMX, but like motocross and like jumping off this thing. We yeah. We're getting like, Maybe six inches, a foot of air. And, like, <laughs> yeah. This always feels so yeah, cool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we had yeah. this
1: uh, huge mulch pile in my neighbor's yard. And me and uh, I had a whole bunch of neighbors that were a few years older than me and they were really into BMX. So I was kind of like me and my buddy, like, looked up to them and they were, they were doing some sick tricks on, a you know, half pipe and all that stuff. But there was this huge pile of mulch. And that yeah. was like my first big jump that I ever did. I just remember <laughs> the boys just being around me. Like, when I landed, they were going crazy. like... That was awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool feeling. Did you, go, uh,
0: did you do any snow sports or anything like that?
1: No. Uh, yeah, never. I mean, I had a snowboard kind of. It was just one where you put your like, feet in the uh, like strap. Uh, and I would, when it snowed, I had some stairs. So I'd just pile some snow up on there and yeah. do like a 180 or, and just slide for like 10 feet or however yeah. far I went. And that was yeah. the only time I ever snowboarded. Never skied or anything. We just... I don't know. Family was never really into it, and didn't really know anybody that was yeah. in any snow sports. So, so once winter hit, it was just inside, to pack it in. Uh, I mean, I was I was outside a lot. I'd, I'd make snow forts.
0: Oh, that's sick. Yeah, like like igloo status, or I mean, no igloos. Okay. Like uh,
1: <laughs> our neighbor had a like a shovel in mm-hmm. his car. What are those called? The uh, like snowplow. Snowplow. Yep. And uh, like our our house, uh, he'd pack a lot of the snow so we'd usually have like a huge pile of snow in front of our yard and um, you know just get like a a butter knife or whatever and carve out like tunnels and stuff (laughs) um, but when we went we were at school when we were kids like fourth grade fifth grade um, every day during recess it was like the fifth graders or whatever grade we were in we would build this huge ass fort and it was just the entire winter we'd just keep like perfecting it you know like smoothing out the the tunnels and adding on to it and then there'd be the the jerks that would uh come like after school or whatever and, like knock it down you know and be all all depressed about <laughs> it after, after all that hard work but, yeah there's always um, got to be those kids always, always got to be got to ruin it yeah <laughs> um so yeah i had a lot of fun in the snow got i don't know how i never, didn't really get frostbit you know I'd come <laughs> in with, like my hands just absolutely freezing and i don't know why i would do that but yeah it was fun
0: my, uh, I had a similar experience with my hands freezing, but it was I would go boogie boarding, okay. and the water in California is so cold, mm-hmm. but I'd just be in there for like an hour or two, mm-hmm. and I'd get out, and we have this, uh, my family goes on this vacation down in Carlsbad, okay. um, and there's a hot tub at the resort, and so I'd just be boogie boarding for hours, you know, mm-hmm. just catching waves, and like, I'm super into it, so I don't even realize how cold my hands are, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then like you get out, and the sun's on you, and it's nice, it's like seventy degrees and um and I'm young, so it's like cold doesn't bother me or anything. Mm-hmm. And then you run up to the hot tub and uh like hop in the hot tub, and just immediately like your whole body just starts to like tingle, mm-hmm. and it feels like people are just stabbing like, <laughs> its fingers needles and, yeah everywhere. you're like so uncomfortable in the hot tub, like, ah oh, man, yeah. yeah, some of like, the best experiences though, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that uh, that feeling when your your hands are just near like frostbite or whatever, and then you like put them under under hot water, like they get super poofy and really itchy. Yeah. I don't know if you ever experienced that, but oh, yeah. that's that's not fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Does,
1: <laughs> uh, man, I hate the cold. I hate the cold so
0: much. Yeah,
1: man. How's that? How's the first month? First two months of the season up in Cleveland? Oh. <laughs> oh. Dude, That's, we
0: open we open up in Minnesota on the twenty seventh of March. What? Who made that schedule?
1: <laughs> Fire like, that man. <laughs> yeah, like we
0: probably won't even open up then because I gotta imagine they still have three feet of snow on the ground right now. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's supposed to be two weeks from now or three the, weeks. Yeah,
1: just snowed back back home. Yeah. Like, the other day. Like what? It's March.
0: I don't know how they I don't know how they didn't build that stadium with a dome. Like
1: But <laughs> that that'll be the biggest mystery. <laughs>
0: but last year in Cleveland, our home opener was the coldest home opener ever recorded in Indian's history. It was like 29 degrees at oh, game time. Man. Sub-freezing, <laughs> it's brutal. Like, we had a game like that in uh, in college. We went, um, it's like college season starts, what, like end of February, right? Yeah. Like the 28th or uh, like.
1: Middle of February.
0: Yeah, so we play the first weekend of March in Nebraska. And I, Pitched on uh, Saturday and it was game time. Temperature was 17 degrees, Mm -hmm. but it's beautiful day. Yeah, it's 17 degrees with the suns out, blue (laughs) skies. It's just the warning track was piled with snow uh, for the game because they like tried to get it all off the field. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was all piled in the warning track. So we show up and it's a one o'clock game on Saturday. You know, college is always you play during during the day. And we show up and they got the entire team out there with shovels yep. picking away at the snow throwing it over the fence yep. like so then our bullpen like they cleared off like a little stretch I mean it must have been like <laughs> I mean maybe two feet wide mm-hmm. maybe three just feet enough to... just for the mound and like a little spot for the catcher to sit and there's just snow everywhere so literally like you couldn't see the plate like the catcher would just set up there and you just have to... just, and you just throw it there <laughs> um and once I got all the snow off the warning track, of course the dirt's frozen, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like, you, like it's just, you can't it's dig your concrete. cleats into it or anything, you yeah. know? And uh, yeah, I, I remember I went two socks, two uh, leggings, uh, two pieces of like long sleeve gear underneath mm-hmm. and it was like, was still just freezing. Oh and then we played uh, 11 innings. I threw 10 innings. I punched out 17, gave up a run on a homer that literally hit the top of the fence and bounced over yeah we played eleven innings we ended up ended up losing uh in the eleventh on uh, I think i think actually we lost on an air um but yeah i just i distinctly remember like how miserably cold it was and then everybody in the field just running in like after standing there for fifteen minutes in the outfield just frozen like trying to <laughs> grab grab a bat and like get loose and like uh, in that. <laughs> no. so bad so Damn. yeah can't wait for. Can't wait for Minnesota. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. <laughs> gonna attack that one with a solid, positive mindset. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we had to do uh, my jun- junior. Yeah, we same thing. It snowed like we were hosting a tournament. One of the like first couple weekends, uh, Mercer was coming up, and um, it snowed like three or four days before the yeah. tournament was supposed to start. So yeah. that those two days before it started. We were all of us. We didn't have practice we just went out there rolled snowballs they put in trucks and like threw it across the field or whatever like <laughs> yeah that's a that's a midwest right there man.
0: oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah you always have to make the field up in college too like you get done playing then you got to go like rake the field and do the mound and like mm-hmm. after you just got your butts kicked your coach <laughs> yelled at you for 45 minutes and like tells you to get on the field and you're just like Ugh, oh my god sucks like, <laughs> I mean, college baseball is so fun, though, man. Yeah. So fun. That was probably... That was probably the most fun I had. Thank you. Yeah? Just... I think just, like, the, the camaraderie, you know.
1: Thank you. With the... Yeah, working out with them in the fall. Oh, and everything. Like, like everything. you spend
0: so much time together and, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. Baseball parties and the... Just being at the field early, weights at six in the
1: morning when we were all dying. Just, like Did you guys have any uh like Omaha challenges or like um uh, mental toughness weeks or days or anything like that? No. No.
0: No, we didn't have anything like that. Uh, I mean it was like fairly consistent throughout the fall, just in the sense that like workouts were so early and they were always preaching like be strong mentally and like teamwork and you know find a way and like all that different stuff you know but I know some programs had like basically the hell week yeah like just show up and they just try to kill you for a week
1: (laughs) and see if you can make it through (laughs) yeah when I was there we had like Omaha days I think there was like two weekends on Saturday that we you know we had mental toughness days but the year after I left they had they started doing like uh, mental toughness weeks Mm -hmm. like a week where they every day they woke up at like five and you know just got after. I was like glad I got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Before all this.
0: What time were uh, when you were in college? What time was? What, did you have weights in the morning? Did you lift in the afternoons? Uh
1: yeah we'd have, we'd have six a.m. weights uh, mm-hmm. sometimes but then um like during the fall everything would be everything would be like after class so like two oh. or like three um and then there would be be days where we'd have like six a.m. weights. Yeah. Um, at least that's what I remember. It could be pretty wrong about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were uh, very low on the totem pole at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So we would lift... with like
1: all the other sports.
0: Mm-hmm. So we got the we got the back end of what no one wanted. Mm-hmm. It's like six a.m. <laughs> like we'd be in there with. I mean, even gymnastics had. You know, they had their their preferred slot football of course got like first choice Topic, You know? um, softball even had their You know, they, they were ahead of us at UCLA mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah and then we'd have like conditioning at like 530 or something on like the track and we'd have to run stadium stairs it was like up and down the side of the stadium stairs and like around the track and up and down them again and under like three minutes or whatever the oh. challenge was. Like, Ew. Yeah, guys are just like tripping, going up the stairs, falling down. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: just crazy stuff. You look back on it now and you're like,
0: what are we doing? <laughs> <You> know, but, <laughs> this is not going to help me
1: in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh. So we're just sh- at a shooting range? No, there's fireworks. Uh, okay. Oh, the fire- okay. Oh.
1: <laughs> Everything's just echoing off. Yeah. Um. I don't really know if this has anything to do with, like, our college experience, but, like, how you're saying, like cleaning up the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we had to like clean up the field after. I think we had like two guys that would, cause we had a turf field and then the oh, outfield yeah. was grass. Yeah, We didn't really have to do much. Um, but beforehand, like right after BP ended, uh, it started as like, a, you know, the coaches being like, yeah, uh, you know, hurry up, get the, you know, the turtle off the, uh, off the, uh, oh, yeah. the field. Get the uh, L screen, get all the you know stuff off the field so we can, you know, take in and out or whatever we were gonna right. do. And uh it started out like that, but then over like the course of like five or six weeks, you know, we started like timing ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we did the same thing. Yeah, and then eventually like, you know, people started showing up and we play like the
2: <laughs> and and
1: you know, just timing ourselves and you know, whenever we beat the the record, you know, everybody would just go crazy and um that was just I don't know. It was fun. That was uh, everybody was like into it. You know, everybody had like their, everybody was like yelling at each other. Like, you know, you got this. Like, you got to take the L screen. You know, mm-hmm. you're taking get the get the fungos, get the mat up. Yeah. Like everybody had their own specific job. Yeah, and,
0: dude, we did the same exact thing. Cause our coach was big on like in between innings, getting on the field really quick and getting off. Yeah. So. It's like it's such a big advantage if you get on the field and we can get out there and get warm in one minute. Then their guys aren't used, they're not ready, they're not like, don't have their gloves on yet, they get rushed. It's like it's a big advantage. Mm -hmm. So, we use like cleaning up the field as like a timer and we'd set like a minute and 25 seconds or whatever. Mm -hmm. We'd all get on the side and we'd be like, okay, I got this, I got this, we're gonna do it this way. And then you'd like hit go and we'd just all just sprint on the field and like. Guys are just running, like two guys with an L screen, just like running out <laughs> to the outfield. And, like, it was just chaos. But and it was like so stupid back then, you know, that's kind of how you look at it. Mm-hmm. And then now looking back at it, like, like, oh, like, that was actually such a good memory. I yeah, it's so, that's so yeah. fun,
1: like, that's definitely something I, I remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. You mentioned earlier that you used to hit, and then you got hit with a ball?
1: Yeah. What I, um, happened there? So, I mean, I was from T-ball, Until I got hit, I was like, I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but I think I was like the most feared hitter at the (laughs) Wontal Little League. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I was a little bit bigger than everybody else, but uh, yeah, I used to be a power hitter, but then we were playing in the uh, championship game when we were, I don't know, 10, 11, and uh, the guy we were facing, Eric Baum,
0: you remember his name. I do. I do oh. remember this guy. That's serious. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we were, uh, he was like, he was bigger than me. And he you know, he was like very intimidating on the mound. Um, you know, he threw hard. And uh, first A-B, he hits me like right, right in the neck. Oh. And I just, you know, I broke down crying. I was like, oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> and did um, you know, I just walked to first base, whatever. We ended up winning. Yeah, we ended up winning the game. And then, but after that, you know, I tried to get back in the box and I was like, yeah, screw this. (laughs) This is not for me. Um, So I just kind of quit after that and just kind of focused on pitching. So, yeah. Interesting. Eric Eric Baum, if you're out there. (laughs) You're the reason why I quit hitting.
0: (laughs) We're going to have to find him on Twitter or something. (laughs) So do you have any big league at-bats?
1: I do have a couple of big league at-bats. Went to the Brewers, faced uh, Zach Davies. Um,
0: Not a bad but, one.
1: Yeah, you know, he doesn't throw... Command
0: a, guy. He's a command
1: guy. Yeah. Uh, so those are my first ABs that I've really had. I So I batted in high school a handful of times, mm-hmm. uh, I batted like eighty nine or like 190 or something like that. Better than I hit. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, had one bomb, so that was cool. But uh, I mean, the last time I took an AB was I think my junior year of high school, so Between then and 2016, I hadn't swung a bat. Yeah. So I was facing Zach Davies for the first time, like actually seeing live pitching in in the box, and, you know, he threw the first pitch, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a ball. It's going to, you know, it's probably going to hit the ground. But now it was like pain at the knees, and I was like, all right. this." (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how you guys do this, because I I thought this was going to hit the ground. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I struck out like two or three pitches later, whatever Mm -hmm. it was, and, um, yeah, I didn't get a hit. Until uh, last year, I got my first You hit. got one? Yeah, off okay. of uh, Kyle Freeland. Oh, right? not, a, not a bad guy. No, yeah, he's he's pretty good, you know? Yeah, <laughs> not a bad guy to get a hit off of, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he was just serving me up some cookies. Like, the, the first two pitches were uh, right down the middle, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, screaming right right through the four holes, so. Sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did like a 20 hop. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Line driving the books. Mm-hmm. See, so yeah, I got, I got a hit. Um, still got the ball. Did they do anything with your ball? Did they like? No, I didn't. Didn't do anything. I wish I got it. Got it signed by him, or like done something cool with it. But I just got it. It was pretty sweet. So, yeah. You I have, me? I have one big league hit. Um, you've inspired me. I think next year I gotta, I gotta try the all my teammates' uh, <laughs> batting stances. That was, that was hilarious when I when I first saw that.
0: The craziest thing about that is I got on base at a bat. Yeah, you yeah, walked. Yeah, I walked.
1: <laughs> 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 they were intimidated. They saw the bats They were like...
0: <laughs> their manager was like top step, just like staring out, just like looking so pissed that I somehow got on base. Who was that? It was at Pittsburgh. I don't remember who was their, who was their manager at the time. Um, I just figured, man...
1: I got no chance anyway. <laughs>
2: like, I might I'm, as well I'm have terrible, some fun I'm with it. Hitter.
1: You might, might as well try something. These guys know what they're doing, so maybe <laughs> if I emulate them. Yeah. Um, That's funny, though.
0: Yeah, so I got my, I got a big league like, hit, uh, and then my teammates like, played a prank on me and mm-hmm. stole the ball, and so they like, held it for ransom. No. So I was like, I got a ransom note on my chair that said, uh, basically, you have to pay, like, these twelve pairs of shoes, um, to get your ball back. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's funny. Like, I start going through my head. I'm like, okay, it's probably not for the guys in the clubhouse. But I'm just thinking, okay, we got like six clubhouse guys, and we got like five trainers, or you know. So I'm just like counting it all up in my head. I'm like, oh, it's probably for them. Like, I'm totally down for that. I'll yeah. get them all pairs of shoes. This is cool. I'm in.
1: Yeah.
0: So I order the shoes in. They come in like two weeks later. Leave them out on the table. I'm like, hey make an announcement. Don't know who uh, ransomed my ball, but your shoes are here. Yeah, you know, They're all sitting out right here, sizes, everything. So <clears throat> clubhouse guys ended up get, taking their shoes and like a couple of the players ended up taking theirs. And mm-hmm. you know, so now I'm thinking I get my ball back. Yeah, right? like where's my ball at? So I get my ball, Okay. and then in Cleveland we have a guy that actually draws, like decorates the ball. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so he'll put on their like, whatever first big league strikeout or first big league hit and like, d- it's really cool. Does a really good job with it. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, So I gave it to our media director uh, to have the guy decorate it. Mm -hmm. Well, the media director uh, set it down on the table while he was talking to a guy, and it got swiped. Because now I've paid a ransom, Mm -hmm. right? So now everybody else gets the idea that, like, oh, we're just going to take the ball, get him to pay another ransom. Mm -hmm. I want some free stuff, too. right? So now this time it's like this is back when the hoverboards, like the... uh, Swagtron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When those things were popular. So... Mm -hmm. It was like one of those and then a reclining massage chair for like a, like a specific branded like reclining <laughs> massage chair that was like 2500 bucks, like, like, what is going on? I'm not paying this. No. So it goes on for like three more months till the end of the season. Still don't have my ball. Mm-hmm. And then the season rolls over. Like, don't have it. Goes to the next season. Mm-hmm. Don't have it. So like a year and a half later. One of my teammates comes to me and he's like, "Oh, hey! I was digging around in uh, in my uh, in my drawer, and I found this ball in a sock, and it's authenticated, and it just says 47 on it. Do you know what this is?" I'm like, "Why would you have like a sock that says 47 on it with a ball? I have no idea, because I had just long forgotten about mm-hmm. it, you know." So we checked the authentication number on it, and it was my first big league hit ball. And like he didn't even remember that he stole it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so incredible. now I got I got it back, and I like protected that thing with my life. You I'm like, like looking like around, extra, like extra safe, <laughs> trying to run out of the stadium. I got like security following me, like trying to <laughs> shuffle this thing off to my car.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to hold on to that thing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's probably the only one I'm ever gonna get too. Yeah. Well, especially because I think the Universal DH is coming soon. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows when that's gonna get put in? But
1: yeah, yeah get your hits while you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's uh, who's your first hit off of? Arietta. Nice. In his
0: Cy Young Award year. Oh, this so. Wow. It was like two or three <laughs> starts before he went on that like ridiculous. The second half terror. Uh, just, yeah. That, that literally no one scored off of him. Mm-hmm. I guess I I guess I made him mad or something, and he just Try clicked it into gear. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing like that ever happened uh, with. <laughs> Anything like that?
0: <laughs> you guys play pranks in the clubhouse, or what's the what's the culture like?
1: No, not really pranks. I mean, you know, obviously we uh, you know jab at each other and, and do all that, yeah, but like yeah. nobody's really played any like crazy pranks. Um, yeah, pretty. You guys pretty. have
0: a what's the rookie like September call up rookie welcome? What's the what's the go to? Do you have to dress up?
1: Yeah, so. Um, like all the all the rookies had to uh, dress up. I I dressed up three times. Whoa. Yeah, three times. Um, and it wasn't anything crazy. I mean, the first year we did uh, like a bachelorette party, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty fun. <laughs> one of the one of the players got kissed by another guy uh, Solid. On, the, on the on the cheek. Solid. Um, at this restaurant, so that was pretty funny. Um, and then the next year we did just like random things. I, I was a judge. I had, like, a, you know, the, the crazy, like, 1800s <laughs> mm-hmm. or 1700s, like, wig. Yep. Um, White hair and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing Nothing too crazy. Um, sounds like you guys, do you guys play a lot of pranks on each other? Um, we got a couple pranksters in the clubhouse. Yeah? Yeah. Um,
0: people's shoes go missing. Mm. Um, and they're just, like, up in the, we have, like, ceiling tiles in our clubhouse. Yeah. And so people are just, like put shoes up in top of the ceiling oh. they only they know where it's at mm-hmm. Dang. Um, Carlos I, Carrasco plays a bunch of pranks on people in the dugout you know it's the, the burning uh, like t- we light someone's shoe on fire mm-hmm. um,
1: the bubblegum like hat yeah yep, yep.
0: <laughs> um, even stuff where like have you ever seen the one where you fill up a cup like halfway full with water and then you put gum like chewed gum around the rim of it mm-hmm. and you stick it to the ceiling. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So wow. yeah. So <laughs> you just stick it to the ceiling of the dugout and it'll stay there for a couple innings sometimes or whatever mm-hmm. if you do it right. And so guys forget about it and they're just like sitting on the bench or whatever and there's a water cup just <laughs> them on the head. It <laughs> spills everywhere. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have to steal that.
0: <laughs> they start looking up like who the heck did that? <laughs> And like whoever did it is just like in the corner, just like trying not to laugh, but just yeah. like <laughs> just <laughs> dying laughing.
1: Um, I don't know if that would work at the Coliseum, just because the, the ceilings are like right here. I think yeah. I'm probably, you know you just like run off.
0: right into it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting a new, the, the new stadium.
1: Yeah.
0: Is it like full go, like approved or?
1: Uh, I don't know if it's fully approved, but it seems like we're you know. Getting there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I think they have to like securing the land and, yeah. um, you know, making sure everything's like uh, environmentally friendly or like figuring out the traffic. Uh, I think they're talking about uh, putting a gondola in from the one of the BART stations to the stadium.
0: A gondola. Which,
1: yeah. So it, I guess it, <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah. So you take the BART and then you get off, get onto the gondola, and it's supposed to take like. 6,000 people an hour or something like that. So wow. it, it holds a, the renderings look really, really cool. Yeah, like I think it'd, it'd be an awesome idea. Just like, yeah. you know, seeing the the Oakland skyline, seeing San Francisco. Yeah, like cause it, no,
0: no other stadium has anything like that. Yeah,
1: It'd be like completely unique. Everything that they have like planned for it, I think is incredible. I think mm-hmm. it looks awesome. Like the stadium looks cool. Um, they need to put a, a batter's eye. I think that's, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> you need that. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean the like, the whole like shape of it like what they plan to do with like the park and then like turning the the Coliseum into like a like a park and have like keeping the Coliseum site for like um like youth baseball or like Mm -hmm. they were talking about doing like the free game uh doing the free game there um I think it's incredible and you know if they could do that that would be awesome but um obviously there's a whole bunch of stuff they have to do before them but yeah um yeah
0: now when I saw that when I saw that uh, that rendering come out last year, I was, I was like, this is sick. This would this be is awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that would be a great place to go play.
1: Coliseum
0: mm-hmm. seems fun though, man. I, I grew up a big A's fan, like, McGuire, Chavez, Zito, mm-hmm. like, those teams, you know? Mm-hmm. And just seeing that place rock in the postseason. Man. Like, some crazy games there, man. Um, I always come down to spring training and go over to Phoenix Muni, mm-hmm. and like that was my spot because I always want to go see Zito pitch. He's like one of my favorite players growing up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd go over there all the time, and my dad and I like we lived at that stadium every spring training we'd come down. And then when Lincecum came in the league, like I was just the biggest, I was the biggest Lincecum like fan, and like, I studied him nonstop and just like just everything about. Yeah, it was just because it was like the most ridiculous stuff that. Like you'd ever seen, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Nobody, nobody's ever thrown like that before. No. Like how we, how we did it. Um. Yeah, dude. I used to be borderline obsessed with the uh, Lincecum. Like I tried to. Yeah. Mimic his his um, mechanics. Um. You know, watch YouTube videos on him. Every watched I watched his debut. Pretty sure it was against the Phillies. Um. watched that. Like incredible. Like his first three or four years in the league were unbelievable. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. Um, And then I remember (laughs) seeing you for the first time. I was like, "Oh, this guy looks (laughs) yeah." Literally, because I tried to copy Lincecum. Yeah.
0: Um, Did you ever see that video of him in college? Like, it's like the main video of him at University of Washington. Okay. It's the open side view. Um, Open open side. So would that be? So third base view, looking at him. Okay. Um, Anyway, like I have that. I have that video, just like. I can still, if I close my eyes, like, I can still literally see, like, exactly mm-hmm. that. And in the background of that video, it was at first base in a UCLA jacket. So our first base coach just standing there, just looking progressively, just like, more and more pissed. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that was the night he, he struck out uh, 18 in a complete game, two-hit shutout. <laughs> the two hits didn't leave the infield. A little, like, swinging bunts
1: so one of the greatest games probably <laughs>
0: just an absolute domination it was like 40 40 degrees outside it was cold Damn. and just like cuz i when i was a freshman there's still guys on the team that were at that game they were mm-hmm. like telling me about it and like it's the most ridiculous like we've never we'd never seen anything like that we didn't know what we were watching you know dude and then yeah and when he came up to like the split change that he had, because he came up, he had the big curveball. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I really liked about him. One, he was like undersized, like small righty. Yep. And I was, I mean, I didn't even lift until I got into pro ball. So I was like in college, I was maybe six foot and like one sixty five. Really? Was, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I just like tried to copy lenscomb because he was like this short righty that threw absolute fuego. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I just. I remember like all the videos. He came up, he had the big curveball, Just another thing that like I always like Zito's curveball. Mm-hmm. And he had yeah. the big he had the big yakker, and then he developed a split change and then mm-hmm. he was just punching out like two hundred and eighty guys a year. Just yeah. like complete domination. He'd go online like every fifth day and on MOB there'd be like the Linskum highlights and it was just like Linskum K's thirteen, Linskum <laughs> punches out fourteen. Yeah. I'm like, this is sick. <coughs> I wanna be, uh, like, that's what I wanna be,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Yeah, there's one video I watched that I can, like, just picture in my head. I, I think I still have it, like, saved in my like, old YouTube account or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, it's uh, him, uh, like, one of his first minor league starts and it's probably, like, 10, 12 seconds long. Like, he maybe threw two pitches or whatever, but, yeah. man, I, I watched that video over and over and over. I was like, are you, like, tell myself like are you seeing this guy like put his leg all the way (laughs) all the way to second base and like his arms like way up here like are you seeing this guy like this is incredible Mm -hmm. you know i'd I'd, like watch videos like that him Strasburg. um
0: debut was something else yeah
1: oh yeah talk about like bursting on the scene bursting on the scene like all the hype that was surrounded
0: before beforehand uh-huh. Dude, I got all the hype in college because he he pitched two hours down the road,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that like. Strasburg punches out twenty. Strasburg punches out seventeen. Yeah, started, like just the whole year it was just like a. It was like a giant, like two mile wide tornado, just like swept through all the opposition and just <laughs> left like nothing in its mm-hmm. wake. That's how I.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's I just a. Did the same thing to big leaguers. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Um. Yeah, that's, there's another video of, uh, of Strasburg, his uh, 23 strikeout game. Mm-hmm. Watch that video a yeah. hundred times. You know.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, him, those guys, you know, I, I would uh, have the TV on, usually be on uh, hopefully a baseball game. But I had, like, this, uh, like, area behind my couch just, like, just enough uh, to where I could, like, practice on my mechanics. And yeah, that's <laughs> – I spent a lot of time – a lot of time right there. I'd watch a video and then be like, "All right, try to try to emulate these guys." And <laughs> Yeah, I'd just do that for for hours. Oh
0: man! So I actually have a scar on my nose, like right here. Okay. Like, yeah. So right in between, because <laughs> um, when I was younger, I was watching a Dodger game and Brett Butler, like, ran up the wall, and, like reached over the wall and caught, a ho- and like robbed a homer. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like went over, like and came back and like had it in his glove, which is like one Sick. of the craziest catches. And then I would run around the house like with a ball in my socks or whatever, and just like throwing it up and like diving on the couch and like practicing like I was, you know, making the same play. So when he made that catch, I started like jumping into like the wall, right? Mm-hmm. But we didn't have a whole lot of like open space on the walls. But the garage door was just a door and there was nothing hanging on it. Mm-hmm. So I'd throw the ball up and jump and like catch the ball, hit the garage door, I came down and my socks slipped. And we had, so the doorknob was like, it wasn't like one of those smooth, kind of like rounded knobs. Mm-hmm. It was like, almost like a, uh, I don't know, th- there's a ridge. Like it came out like a cone and then there was like the kind of sharp ridge. Okay. Um, and so I slipped and came down and just hit nose right on the edge of the doorknob. <laughs> so just split it open. Immediately had to go to the hospital and get stitched up. Jeez. Um and then I actually ended up playing, like, flash forward all the way to AAA mm-hmm. in uh, 2012. He was our manager in 2012.
1: No and, like, way. Yeah. Like, baseball
0: <laughs> is such a small wow. a small world, you know? Mm-hmm. But that just really, like, completed the whole, like, I was like, dude, I got a scar. Because like, I don't know if I should say this or not. Like, I, now I don't know what to, you know? But it's like, <laughs> I got a scar on my forehead because of you. And he's, just, of course, like, what? And I like, told him the story. He's like, mm-hmm. ah, that's pretty funny. Like, that's he remembered it. the catch and everything that's so funny. Yeah,
1: man. (laughs) Yeah, uh, nothing like that ever
0: happened to me. Um, But just going around like practicing like what you saw on TV, you know? Oh. Like you see like these guys do this crazy thing and you're like, I want to be that. Mm -hmm. You look up to these guys. It's so odd because you like you grew up like romanticizing baseball in the big leagues.
1: Yeah. And like all these players are superstars, like, you know. I'll, no way these th- guys think about anything other than baseball. Yeah.
0: Know. And then you get there and it's just like, oh, man. <laughs> just another guy. Yeah, just a, another like, another yeah. normal human being. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool, though, being able to see, like, some of those guys that you grew up with. Like, I got to train with Zito one off season And just, like, talk to Barry. Mm-hmm. Like, show up and train. Like, hey, what's up, man? And, like, we're talking about music or guitars or cars or whatever. Yeah. It's like... You, you don't like, you don't remember, like, one spring training, I asked you to sign, and I didn't think you were gonna sign for me. I thought you were gonna, like, walk out, and I was yelling at you, like, Barry, you promised me you are gonna sign. Like, I still got an A's hat with your signature on it. Like, obviously, I don't, like, I'm not telling them all this stuff, you know, but, like, in my head, it's just like, <laughs> dude, like, you were, like, you were such an inspiration. You mm-hmm. know? It's crazy to just be there, like, training alongside with them, you know? Those A's teams, the Braves, like talking to Smoltz when he comes out with MLB Network. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm talking to John Smoltz right now. John
1: Smoltz did. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, uh, crazy how things work out.
0: Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. A lot of time, effort, all the all the BS you have to go through in the minor leagues. Yep. You, gotta, you gotta have a minor league story for me. Like if you're gonna tell someone that knows nothing about minor league baseball, one story to encapsulate what minor leagues is.
1: Um, so we had to move hotels. We were in the Carolina league. We were uh, I played for Wilmington, and we were playing Lynchburg, uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. I think that was. I think it was Indian. No. Whatever team. Yeah, I think well, it's the Indians. It might
0: be. We might be. Anyways,
1: Lynchburg. Lynchburg uh, tch, wow, not a not a good city. Yeah. But we played <laughs> at. Uh, we didn't play, but we stayed at the the Best Western, and we had heard, um, like from other like previous teams, that there had been like bed bugs, uh, oh, at no. this hotel. So. I mean, we get there and and you know everybody's like checking their beds and and doing all that, but yeah, we like pretty sure we had to switch switch hotels like that night because everybody's freaking out freaking out about these uh, these bed bugs. Uh, nobody's a fan of that. Just the uh, the travel man in uh, in double A. We went uh, the Texas League Championship. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so we. Uh, I just got traded to the A's in 2015. I was there for a couple months and uh, a lot of those guys that were on that team are on uh, up in the on the team right now. So mm-hmm. really good. One of the best teams I ever played on. Had a lot of fun. Uh, we ended up clinching a spot in the playoffs for the uh, uh, Texas League, you know, playoffs or whatever. Uh, so, you know, obviously we're celebrating, popping champagne, uh, you know, smoking cigars, just having a good time. We stay out until probably like midnight or one uh, that night. And uh, we were going, this is the last road trip of the year. Uh, So we were going from Midland to San Antonio, which Mm -hmm. is like six or seven hours. Then we are going San Antonio to Corpus Christi, which is three or four, and then Corpus back to Midland. So we were doing doing all that. Mm -hmm. So we just clinched, uh, having a good time, me and, a, me and a buddy ended up going back to his uh, host family's house and uh, we just stay out uh, on his truck, you know, having some beers, just chatting and, you know, just having a good time. And uh, before I know it, I don't know, it's probably like four or five in the morning uh, by the time we go to bed. Uh, my phone had died, so I put my phone in his room to charge. Uh, I didn't even think about setting an alarm. So he set an alarm. We had a 10 o'clock bus the next next day. So... Um uh, we ended up waking up. I, I wake up to him being like, Hey man, like we missed the bus. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It didn't set in like that first moment. I was like, you know, I'd laughed at it. I was like, and I saw his face like, no man, like we missed the bus. Like they're gone. They left 45 minutes ago. So for me, I immediately just started stressing out because, uh, I, that's like my biggest fear is like being late to something, being mm-hmm. um, like not being on the bus or whatever. That's just you know how I was raised. So yeah. I was freaking out. You know, we were he was freaking out. We were like, what What are we going to do? Like, uh, should we get a flight there? Should we, uh, you know, just take his car, his truck, and just do the entire trip? And that's what we were going to do. But uh, thankfully, we went to the the clubhouse, and uh, the club was like, why don't you guys just rent a car and drop it off there? And we we're like, it's crazy. Just like the, <laughs> the amount of stress, like why didn't we think about that? You yeah. know? So we ended up doing that. We drove seven hours. Uh, I was pretty hungover and I didn't drive a single second. I just, oh. pa- I passed out. I was the wor- worst co- <laughs> <laughs> the worst copilot uh, of all time. Uh, so Jensen, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I already told you that, but um, so yeah, we missed the bus, but uh, thankfully the coaches were awesome. They're like, yeah, you know, just, I don't know, let us have the car for like a, a night or two. So we're like, that's, Perfectly fine. So yeah. <laughs> we got a uh, yeah. That's a uh, that's a minor league story right there. We uh, clinched the playoffs, got hammered, and then <laughs> uh, missed the bus. So we had to drive seven hours to uh, to San Antonio. So that was uh, that was fun.
0: Oh man, Texas league travels pretty easy compared to like some other leagues you can be in.
1: So mm-hmm. Yeah, we took We're,
0: some 13, 14 hour bus rides. Yeah, getting in at seven in the morning. Yep playing a four o'clock game because it's a kid's day the next day or something like yeah
1: <laughs> just wearing it <laughs> yeah that was a that was a thing like in midland we were uh, like the farthest team away like san antonio i'm pretty sure was like the closest yeah. so but we played the uh, we actually played the royals uh in the championship series and i pitched against them uh which is pretty cool so i got a you know pitch against yep. my former teammates yep. and uh, Little
0: extra incentive.
1: Yeah, and you know, I had a good game that game, so everything uh, everything ended up working yeah. out well. So, what was it like for you being traded? Like, how would you find out? Um, so I wasn't really thinking much about it uh, at the time. I wasn't really like paying attention to what was it
0: like a deadline deal or yeah, okay. I think
1: it was like one of the last days, yeah, if not the last day. Uh, so yeah, we were uh, like the whole week before, um, like the week before. Uh, Cody Reed and Brandon Finnegan they got traded for uh they're in the Cueto deal yeah that's right um so I saw them leave and I was like oh cool you know like I don't know there's probably no chance I wasn't even thinking that I would I would get traded Mm i you know I wasn't reading anything but uh from that point until I got traded my one of my teammates uh just kept telling me like he was reading stuff on the on the internet I was like man you're gonna you know I I keep seeing your name like you're gonna get traded here so I was like dude you know, shut up. Like, I don't want to worry about any of this. Um, so the day I got traded, we went to, we were in Arkansas. We went to uh, children's hospital, hung out with them. And uh, then we came back to the hotel right before the game and uh, we were just chilling. And uh, we had on Emblem Network and my roommate, uh, he was the one that was telling me like, Hey, you're going to get traded. So he just kept telling me that, and, you know, we're just watching Emblem Network. And uh, then I got a call from my manager and he was like, hey, man what's going on you know blah 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 and he was like I'm gonna keep this short uh you just got traded in the uh, ben zobras trade um basically we're just we're gonna need you to uh come to the field pack up your stuff and somebody from the A's is going to uh, um, talk to you and you know get you more details so I was like and you know the entire time I could see my roommate's eyes was like I knew it was going to happen so um yeah that happened and then like Fifteen seconds later we saw on the bottom of the screen, like, you know, Ben Zervis has been traded that to, quick, huh? Yeah, to the to the Royals. Wow. Um, for Shaman and Aaron Brooks or whatever it said. And um, yeah, then yeah, you know, I went out to the, the hallway and yeah, you know, everybody was like, Oh, you know, like, oh shit, like you just got traded. Yeah, you know, they were you know, dapping me up and all this. So, um I went to the game or I packed up my stuff, came back to the hotel, and then I was like, you know what? I might as well go to the game. So I sat with the guys that were charting, and you know, just chatted to them. And yeah. uh, the next day, I was on a flight out to uh, to Midland, Texas. And uh, so, yeah, when I first got that call, it was uh, it was pretty rough. You know, I was like, you know, I know these guys; they're they're my buddies. And yeah. and uh, it was like going to a new school. You know, like don't know what it's going to be like. I'm, you know, I have to make new friends. Um, I don't know if the guys are going to be cool or like what, what's going to happen. So all, all these things are just going through my head. But, um, you know, I walked into the, the clubhouse for the first time and uh, it was a little awkward for, you know, the first like 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah, but, um, you know, once we got out to the field and we started throwing, and started chatting with guys like it was, you know, everybody was super cool. And I was like, yeah, this is so bad. Um, and, yeah, man, it was... I'm happy how happy how things turned out. you know, the Royals they won the World Series that year and um, you know I gotta be with be with the A's and I don't know, love it love yeah. it over here. so it's yeah. uh, at first it sucked, but um, yeah, I'm happy how things turned out.
0: yeah. it yeah. happens quick though, like yeah. you get the call and it's like, all right, <laughs> rush, get <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got all your stuff uh, back home, like yeah, just forget about it. we'll figure it out later. you gotta yeah you, you gotta get out of here. so yeah, um, yeah, it's just crazy how. Yeah, one minute you're you're with one team and the next you're you know on a flight to a completely different organization. Yeah. You don't know anybody. So would you uh
0: you had an apartment obviously you were staying in. Like did it you just have roommates take over the lease or how'd you handle that?
1: Uh so it worked out pretty well with my minor league experience. Uh, I had host families pretty much oh, the entire okay. time. Sweet. Uh so yeah, I mean I was uh, the Royals helped me out with uh like apartment out here in Arizona, my first year yeah. and then my first off season. And then, um, uh, like I had a host family in high A. I uh, I was only up in double A for like two weeks before I got traded gotcha. and I was just sleeping on one of my buddy's couches. Uh, yeah, Um, and so I didn't really have like really anything to pack. Uh, I just packed everything up in my car and, um, uh, got it shipped out to, uh, to Midland. So yeah. not too crazy. And then I had a host family in um uh, you um, had it easy. The, yeah, <laughs> I you know I hear about some guys that you know roughing it out, but I had a pretty pretty good minor league uh, experience. at was with the, the housing situation.
0: Yeah, you still stay in contact with your host families?
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had host family in uh, when I was in Cape. Uh, they're awesome. So whenever I go, we go out to Boston. Uh, they'll come out to a game and get a chat with them afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, my host family in. Uh, Wilmington, I keep in, keep in touch with. They're awesome. Uh, whenever we play the, the Orioles, they'll come out, or uh, if we ever play in D.C., you know, they come out, uh, which is pretty cool. And then, uh, yeah, the host family my freshman year, uh, summer ball, and I keep in touch with them. So I've lucked out with uh, a lot of my host families. They've been all, most, most of them have been awesome. Yeah. You?
0: Mm-hmm. I did, um, in, uh, in college, when I did Team USA, mm-hmm. um, I st- oh, actually, no, the, the year before I went to college, I did the Tournament of Stars, mm-hmm. and they host everybody with a host family. And so I was staying with a the guy, they, there was two players per host family. The first one was, um, I'm sorry. The guy I was with was Clay Cedarquist. He's a player, and the family I was staying with was uh, the May family: Bill May, Sonia May, um, Rachel Thomas, and Erica. Um, two engineers. Um, both Bill and Sonia, the parents, are engineers, and their kids are super bright. And just a really good family. Mm-hmm. And so they're still like one of my close, you know, super close family friends. Mm-hmm. Stay in contact with them all. When I go back, I go back every off season to Carolina to see a Duke game, mm-hmm. and so I stay with them. Um, they come out to see me a couple times That's during awesome. the uh, during the year. So, uh, yeah, man, host families are awesome. Like, yeah, if you if you click with them, it's mm-hmm. just like a second family, and you yeah. just you fit right in.
1: I mean, the uh, host family in the Cape like come home or they like pack me lunch for the oh, field. You yeah, know, like. They'd make a, or they, sometimes i make food, sometimes i go to the deli and get like this, uh, like Thanksgiving dinner wrap, you know, with like a cranberry uh, sauce or whatever it is. Mm. Like, oh, unbelievable. Big um,
0: cranberry sauce fan myself. Yeah? Love cranberry sauce. I like cranberry sauce. One of my favorite things about Thanksgiving.
1: Cranberry sauce? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, when you get that, Uh. when you get a good host family and, they're, they're nice, they're cool about things, you know, they, they understand like what you're going through. It's, yeah. it's awesome.
0: Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta ask you, because um, it'll probably never happen to me, uh, throwing a no-hitter <laughs> in the big leagues. Um,
1: yeah, you, I mean, gotta, I, you
0: gotta take me through that game.
1: I mean, I wouldn't doubt it for you. Um, no chance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things that like everything has to click, right? You know? Yeah,
1: there was, a, there was definitely a lot of luck involved Um, but, man, crazy, crazy thing, like, reflecting on it, um, you know, woke up, did my normal routine, uh, nothing crazy happened, like, I had three sliders, or, like, two and a half sliders before the game, we had a food truck that. I was making some sliders so I mean I, I think that was the only th- only thing different uh, with my routine. That's not a pre-game ritual no <laughs> that's like a, a once every uh, couple of months kind of thing so okay. it just happened to be that day uh, but yeah sliders were good you know I had, a, had a good uh, pre-game snack pretty good pre-game meal but um, yeah uh, so the night before we got our um, asses kicked by them and it was just like I got my ass whipped by them? Twice before Fenway, like not a good, not a good experience at Fenway. Right there with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nightmare. That yep. place is. Um, but yeah, I I was just uh, a little, little, uh, I guess, a little more ticked off that um, you know we just lost those guys. So you know, as I was going into the the dugout, I was like, or the uh, the tunnel, I was like, you know, like, I got you guys. Yeah, you know? I, I remember telling myself that. Um, so I think I had a little bit little bit more of an edge uh, mm-hmm. just because of who, who they were, but um, yeah I mean the the game was going on um, didn't really feel like it wasn't that great of a bullpen, which is pretty normal mm-hmm. um, yeah, going through the game, everything felt fine like I was throwing pitches for strikes um, and yeah the game was going by fast I had most strikeouts I had uh, that season or last season was was that game and uh, yeah, by the time I knew it, like Marcus, uh, he dropped that ball in the fifth, I believe, and at that point, I thought it was uh, the no hitter was gone. So oh, I just kind of yeah. like I just kind of like checked out. I was like, all right, it's done. And that was kind of one of my things, like being superstitious about like looking at the scoreboard. I don't know why, but like I try not to look at the scoreboard, see like what inning I'm at or yep. uh, how many pitches I have or anything like that. I'm just weird about that. Um, so yeah, I, I thought the the no hitter was gone and i just kind of i checked out and uh, yeah then ben he uh, he got out at first base like he ran outside the base path and then i thought that was that was going to be another hit or like that was going to be some other crazy but after that um you know things were just going smoothly like i was you know, like i said i was throwing stuff for strikes and um then i finally like started like putting two and two together like none of my teammates were on the uh on the bench yeah everybody yeah. <laughs> everybody was up in front of me you know I, i'd see some guys like looking back like you know doing one of these like like looking at me like yo, what's going on here and then finally looked up at the board and i saw there were like zeros up on the board what inning was that like seventh or eighth Uh-oh. when i <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the the eighth inning it was pretty cool like i, I struck out bradley and you know, I, I don't even know what I said. I was like, Whoa! <laughs> just going crazy. Um, but yeah, that was that's when I like, you know, things like really started getting serious. I was like, holy shit! Like, we're doing this thing. You know, like yeah. this is. I can hear the crowd. Usually, I, I try to like, you know, block it out, but like, you know, the crowd was going going crazy. Um, and then when I like ran out to the mound for the the ninth, um, you know, everybody's like on their on their feet, like standing, and I was like, damn, this is. This is awesome. So, yeah, ninth inning win round, and uh, when Hanley finally hit the the last out, um, it was just, like, it was slow motion. You know, I saw the ball. I was like, no way, no way, no way. And then it went to Marcus, and then he threw it. I was like, I don't know know what to do. You know, I just did my own thing and turned around. Luke was already, like, two feet from me, and uh, he, like, bear hugged me. He grabbed my, like, left arm, and I, like, I couldn't, like, get it (laughs) out because I wanted to be like, yeah. Yeah, but he had it had it so tight and I was like, "Oh no," so I was just doing that and um then by uh, before I knew it like everybody else was surrounding me and it was like in that moment um everything just kind of went silent. You know, I was just like in the middle of 30 guys or however many guys were out there and I was just like, "Yo, I just did something crazy. I yeah. did something really, really cool and um yeah, it was just Unbelievable. I don't even know how to, how to describe it, like that, that feeling of, of, you know, doing that. It was just incredible, so.
0: Yeah. Did, uh, when, you, when you realized in like the 7th or 8th, did it, like when you went out to the mound after that, did it change, like, did you feel like extra pressure or something?
1: Um, at that moment, I, I, don't, I, I don't think I did. Um, that's kind of like, like breathing You know, I don't know how, like how you are with breathing or like whatever your, uh, you know, tempos or whatever, whatever you do. Um, This is like something I I try to work on. Uh, And, you know, I definitely have those times where I'm like, I get a little too excited. And, and, uh, but in that moment, it was just, I was like doing everything right. At least in in my eyes, like I was taking slow, deep breaths. I was, um, you know, taking my time between pitches. I was you know, like, just focused, and uh, it was, uh, yeah, just everything, like, happened to uh, work out that day, so.
0: What's that, uh, what's the celebration like after no-hitter? Like, w- you go up in the clubhouse, like, anything different? I mean.
1: Um, no, I mean, it was, uh, it was pretty normal. I mean, we did all, all the stuff outside on the, uh, uh, on the field, you know, I got the Gatorade shower, we got the no-hitter helmet. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if you saw that, it was a, uh, just a, double bubble bucket <laughs> after I got pie to the face. So I just emptied the, the bubble gum and just put it on my head. So that's the uh, the no hitter helmet. I wish I would have kept that.
0: Yeah. Had everyone sign it. Yeah. That
1: would have been that would have been cool. Um, but Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty normal. I didn't really I didn't do anything. I just went back to my apartment and chilled, watched the highlights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, next time, if there is a next time, uh, probably do some a little bit more, but, uh, it was how everything turned out. was, was perfect.
0: You keep the ball. You got it authenticated, obviously.
1: Yeah, I got it. Uh, so I got authenticated and then, uh, the A's, they made, uh, one of those like 3d boxes. Uh, so yeah. they got, uh, like the scorecard, my final out ball and a couple of pictures. And then they got the, uh, like there's a, another one with like the news article, uh, mm-hmm. from the, from the next day and, uh, pretty cool. They get I, the Jersey in there. Yeah, so I got three different things hanging up in my in my room. It's the uh, final sick. out ball, the uh, couple of pictures, and then my jersey uh, hung up, which is pretty awesome. And then, that's so sick. Yeah, and then a, cu- a couple of things I sent to uh, the Hall of Fame, which is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. That's crazy, crazy to say.
0: Yeah, well, I can't really think of a better way to end dinner than that. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you get to experience it again. Yeah. That'd be, be awesome.
1: Yeah, man, you too. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess that's the
0: goal for all of us, right? Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming out, man. I appreciate this. Yeah, it's man, it been this fun. fun. Yeah. Had a good time. Awesome. Cool. And that's a wrap on this episode of Bower Bites. Joining me next time is Scooter Jeanette, professional hit getter and advocate for our nation's youth. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watch Underscore and subscribe to our YouTube page, Watch Momentum, for more behind-the-scenes, player-driven content. Be kind, have a wonderful day, and I'll catch you all right here for the next episode of the Bauer Bites Podcast.